And this episode of the Disney Dads Podcast is brought to you by Away With Me Travel, the official travel agency of the Disney Dads Podcast and our YDF Media. Jamie, can you think of a better time than right now to go to Walt Disney World? With so many unique and exciting things for you to discover at all four theme parks, this year more than ever is such a terrific time to visit. You can enjoy sun, fun, and savings when you stay in the middle of the magic at Walt Disney World Resort. New things are coming to Walt Disney World this year, and you need to get there now. New in 2019, get ready to explore the all-new Star Wars, A Galaxy's Edge at Walt Disney World. This is your chance to live out your Star Wars story and discover who you truly are in a galaxy far, far away. Make sure to get a hold of us at Away With Me Travel at show at awaywithmetravel.com for all of your travel needs, and we can get you in the middle of all of the magic that Walt Disney World has to offer. And remember, keep on traveling. Keep on traveling, guys. And this episode of the Disney Dads Podcast is brought to you courtesy of our Patreon supporters. Want to support the show? Become a Patreon member. Thank you. Thank them. Now enjoy the show. Round one was over. <laughs> Parents won. Kids sipped. I only hope that we never lose sight of one thing. That was all started by a month. Did we just become best friends? Yep. Gentlemen. Start your engines! To infinity and beyond! There's a touch of madness around here. Hello and welcome to the Disney Dads Podcast. I am looking at two guys that are sitting in the same room together without me, and that's okay because I know they're going to have a great time. And you know what? I forgot to mention my name is Jason. For those of you that don't know me, I'm looking at Mike, and I'm looking at Justin, and I'm looking at Justin giving Mike a wet willy. I'll put a paycheck on it. I'm telling you the truth. But, guys, we're going to have a fun time tonight. And um, and, and this is uh, some information that I'm kind of looking forward to. And I know there's a lot of people out there that maybe, one, don't know they can do this, or two, um, maybe thought it was out of their price range, and they might be surprised. And, um, guys, it's going to be a great show. But before I tell you what it is, why don't you guys tell me how you're doing? We're doing great, man. You know, this whole week I've been excited. Ever since we recorded last week, I knew Justin was coming up. And, you know, we're getting to show Katie around the city tomorrow. we got a lot planned. My girls are excited. Uh, you know, it's been, a, it's been a few weeks since we've seen each other on the cruise. And uh, I'm really super excited to have him here in town. It's nice having house guests. And, uh, you know, what? I wish you were here, obviously. You know, we miss you, brother. But, uh, you know, in due time, we'll we all be together again soon. But I'm just glad to be with you tonight. I am looking forward to. I'm not even going to let you talk, Justin. Hold on a second, because I want to. I want to add to that. Um, I am add. I am going to really look forward to spending some time with an Italian family because you guys go above and beyond with food. I bet you got food laying around all over in front of you. You listen. Dude. I was just going to say this. So we got in <laughs> at like 11:30. Yeah. By two o'clock, not even two o'clock. By one o'clock. My, I go, we get to the house and I get ready. I'm laying in the pool, relaxing. And Mike goes, I'm going to order some pizzas. I'm like, that sounds great, man. I, I, we can't wait to get a pizza. No, 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 not Mike. We get two massive pies show up. We get, and she, he goes, I didn't just order just regular. I got you, also got you the Sicilian. I got you the grandma cut. I got you the, he's saying words I don't even understand, but it was all <laughs> delicious. He stuffed my face, you know, had a few drinks, laid in the pool. You know, it's just been, and then we uh, we we uh, cuddled up on the couch and took a nap. It was like that Friends episode where Joey and uh, Ross take the take the nap on the couch. It was the best nap ever, and uh, it was it's just been good, man. It's been really. And then what do we do? We wake up and we ate more. We ate pasta. Well, we right. ate anti pasta. We've had. I mean, it's just. I, I'm gonna. They're gonna have to roll me the, out of New York City. Time to think. The about. Italian family is. It always ends when you're over there and you're talking to them. It always ends with you hungry? Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> It's because you know what 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 is food? Food is the the most intimate thing that you can give somebody, and uh, I really love that, Mike. And believe me, I am not busting on you. I can't wait to experience that with you because you guys know what you're doing when it comes to the family and food. Let me um, tell you something, too, Justin, Jay. Are you full? That that <laughs> antipasta tray that he put out. Yeah. 
He yeah, yeah. he should open a restaurant. I mean, he puts nice. out this spread, and I I told him I was like I just stood there and just I, just like I was at a buffet of my own, just yeah. home home. It was just <laughs> they've it's just the most hospitable family. They've been they've been fantastic. Oh, I love Mike's family. I do. I, Mike, I, Mike, I can handle man, but his family's amazing. I'm telling you, they're amazing. Um, hey, hey listen, but, but speaking of family guys, um, I'm going to. Uh, um, want to hear about your amazing adventure you had down there. And that was you guys got to get on a ship and watch the fireworks. And uh, before the before we get to how this evolved, um, I want to start with when we originally started talking about this, we were going to originally get on the Grand One. And uh, all of our families were going to get on there. And I think the Grand One fits, it's, is it 12 It's people? 18 or 17 okay. and a butler. And, and, I mean, yeah, and that's just it. 17 and a butler, and I believe you could have drinks. And, I mean, you can kind of go all out. Right, you right. can have a really nice party on this thing, depending on how much you want to price. Um, something came up where we weren't able to get it. So we kind of uh, collaborated and got together. And, and this was Mike's – Mike Mike really wanted to get out there and do this. Like, this is Mike's – like, this was his, his thing for this uh, trip. And um, so we weren't able to get that one. So he came up with a couple other options. And I just bowed out with my family. Like, you know what? I'm going to go hang out with some of our um, our family members that are down there to visit us. And I'll just go entertain. And we'll, we'll hang out with those guys and have a couple drinks. And you guys go do your fireworks. And um, so why don't you guys tell me, first of all, um, how did you end up getting this? Um, I mean, specifically, did you do it on an app? Did you call in? Second of all, what other options did you have? And third of all, um, what ship did you guys get? And um, how was it? So why don't we just kind of go in that order? Let me. I'll talk about the Grand One for a second. Then, Mike, why don't you take over and, and t- kind of talk about the booking process? Mm-hmm. Um, so when we when we wanted to get the Grand One, the whole premise was we wanted to be able to fit all of our families, and also we wanted to fit some other of our Disney family on there. Mm-hmm. The problem was. There was no availability because there's only one ship. I mean, they only have one Grand One on property. And there was no availability for the night for the fireworks crews. There was availability during the day, but that's not what we really wanted. Um, and so we thought, you know what? What are we What are we going to do? Um, I do want to talk about the Grand One for a minute, though, because we really won't talk about this the rest of the time. Uh, the Grand One is it's not cheap, one thing. It's uh, about it's $399, $399 per hour with a minimum of three hours. Um, so like I said, it's 18 guests, 17 plus a butler. Um, it is really one of those things that is a great Disney experience. But for us, it one, it didn't work out because of Tommy. But also, it just it, it didn't work out with this trip in general with the size and scope of the trip we had planned. So you have to look at other options. The great thing about Disney is Disney always provides you with other options. And Mike, I mean, when we looked at these other options, they really do fit to all needs from all families, all financial situations uh, for, for this type of experience. Yeah, absolutely. You know, every time we go to Disney, I always try and look for those unique experiences. You know, everyone does their run-of-the-mill, regular park stuff, but I always look for those unique things, whether it's cake decorating or whether it's some kind of unusual experience. It's always nice to do something, maybe out of your comfort zone or just something different once in a while. So I've kind of had this on my radar for a while, and I knew there were other options. You know, when I knew the Grand wasn't when the Grand One wasn't going to come through with this trip, there was another thing that had been kind of on my radar that I was planning on doing with just us as a family. But being that I had other Disney family coming down on this trip, I said, you know what, let's try and split this with somebody else. And uh, we came upon doing this fireworks cruise. And uh, Justin did a lot of the booking. He made the phone calls and spoke to the people there. And I'm really happy we did. And I'm glad we're talking about it tonight, too, because I know a couple of people in our group have been interested. And um, I think it's going to be one of those things that it's kind of a game changer. You know, I want to do this on more upcoming trips. And the price wasn't that bad. So I'm glad to talk about it tonight. And Justin, what did you say? How was the booking process? Like, what, you know, because you're the one that made all the phone calls. Yeah, so it, the booking process was very easy. Um, the, look, if you're interested in this information, you're interested in booking something like this, it's super simple. Call 407-939-7529. It's 407-WDW-PLAY. Um, really easy. They walked me through all the steps. They said, you know, how many people in your party? Um, whenever I told them seven, they said, well, this 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 size pontoon will work, or would you like to go a little bigger? Um, and they do have two different size pontoons. Uh, the first one's a 21-foot pontoon, and it starts at $299, um, and it seats up to eight guests. Now, that can be up to eight adults. It doesn't have to be kids, too. 
Um, the other option was a 25-foot pontoon, and it seats up to 10 guests, and it was 349 Now, the 349 and the 299 that's for the entire cruise. So when you're looking at this, it's not like booking the Grand One where you're paying $400 an hour. This is, you're paying a set price of either three or $350 um, for, for this fireworks cruise. And so when we, Mike and I started breaking it down, we thought, well, let's, you split $300 between two families. That's $150 for an experience yeah. to do something like this. I think the biggest thing for us was the decision-making of, one, what do we want to see? And two, where do we want to go out of? We based our first decision on where we want to go out of because, Jay, you were staying at Bay Lake. Mike was staying at Bay Lake. The Reagans were staying at, All these people were staying at Bay Lake. So we thought, you know what? It'd be easier for us to go out of the contemporary. So we picked the contemporary wanting to actually go over and do illuminations at Epcot. That was the whole, that was the whole premise. I did not ask where the firework crews went to. And now we know that if it goes out of the contemporary, it has to do happily ever after. So they, they, they go in, in that area. So we, we kind of said, okay, that's fine. We'll do happily ever after. Um, but there are other places that it goes out of. You can go out of the contemporary, you can go out of the poly, you can go out of the Grand Floridian, you can go out of Fort Wilderness, you can go out of Wilderness Lodge. Based on where you go out of, um, the final destination for that changes, whether it be Illuminations or it be Happily Ever After. Um, after we got that and we got it settled, man, it was really simple for for us to just sit back and kind of wait for the uh, for the cruise. They called me the day before and verified and made sure to you know give final details and and that kind of stuff but overall it was a super easy process i called that number it was booked right away um it is a cost that they immediately take off your card so it's like booking a dining experience at cinderella's royal table or one of those it's an immediate you pay for it up front so you can't just say hey i'm gonna hold a fireworks cruise you know as a reservation you have to pay for it up front Okay. Do you remember? Now, do you remember if there was a cancellation policy on that? There was. I don't remember off the top of my head what it was. I think it was three day. Okay. On that, to where okay. to where it was cancellation and you got refunded anything inside of that you you lost or you lost a portion. Um, we didn't really plan on canceling, so I didn't really pay attention to the to cancellation on that. Right. I do remember. I do remember. I'm sorry. I do remember them saying that if it was canceled due to weather, obviously you were given a full refund because there are times that if the weather doesn't permit. They're going to cancel the uh, the cruise. Obviously, for the safety of the guests, it's the most important thing when it comes to Disney, obviously. Yeah, absolutely. So when you guys um, ended up booking, what, did you end up getting a canoe? <laughs> the Jolly Roger? I mean, what, what, what kind Wait, of a ship did you guys end up getting? You know, and um, Go ahead, Jay. I'm sorry. No, I mean, I was just wondering what kind of ship did you guys end up getting? And um, more importantly... Um, were you comfortable on it? Was there elbow room? Were you all like jammed in there like a party pontoon boat? You know, I mean, these are these are details like I, I want to yeah. know. It's funny you say that um, because if you remember, Jay, when I got a hold of you, when the Grand One, uh, the you know, we couldn't get that, we couldn't book that. The mm-hmm. next option was doing the Pirates and Pals fireworks cruise. Okay. Now the Pirates and Pals fireworks cruise, I believe it was about seventy dollars, eighty dollars a person, something of that nature. Uh, the kids were a little cheaper, but it was going to be about the same price or maybe a little more expensive in the long run to do the Pirates and Pals because you're paying per person and not for the not for the entire experience. Um, and then we started looking into details, and you realize that you're in a massive group of people. Like, you're, it's not an intimate event. And I think that was one of the reasons, too, when I came to you with that, you are like, yeah, you know, I, I'm good. You know, I'll go hang out with the Disney family because I'd rather hang out with them than go just in a random boat with people out there you know where it's doing that um mike what would you say so well let's for for, at first let me ask you this mike what was your premise of the check-in process altogether because we got to the contemporary Mm -hmm. um you and i grabbed some drinks at the little bar down there right at the contemporary right the boat dock yep um what was your premise of the check-in process how it worked uh, how the boat was, things like that. Well, it was great. You know, they had the check-in booth right where if you were going to do a boat rental for the day or if you were going to do parasailing or any of the water activities over at Bay Lake, they have a little booth set up. So they had that same booth set up for this. And you could see that they were already paying attention to the details. When we got there, we got there pretty early, maybe about a mm-hmm. half an hour early, and they were already out there. They were checking the boats. They were A lot of the boats were pre-decorated for uh, wedding anniversary celebrations, birthday celebrations. They were 
tying balloons to them. They were really prepping these boats ready to go out. And um, they, they the check-in process was perfect. They had all of our names, our reservations. Uh, everybody else was there around the same time. And um, they were very welcoming. And it went pretty much like you would expect anything Disney-wise, you know, smooth, smooth and seamlessly. Yeah, and to Jay, the whole thing was like, we didn't really know what to expect because we had pre-purchased um, to have a, additions on, and we'll we'll get into that once we're on the ship and talking about the kind of on the ship on the boat, uh, talking about what what went on. But these were like immaculate pontoons, and we had seven people. We had four adults and three kids. There was enough room easily. I mean, for what would you say, four or five more adults? To be honest, at least four or five more adults. Yep. I mean, easily. Like we could have, but and we were asking. We met Megan. Megan was our cast member that took care of our crew. She's the one that drove us, and really, she was our tour guide. Um, and we were asking her, we were like, why, why can they not fit more people in here? Because the pontoon is a, it's a mm-hmm. good size. I mean, really good size. And she said it's just Disney's policy with the waterways, and I think it's really like Florida regulation to where you can only have so many people on a certain size vessel. Um, and so she just okay. said, yeah, we, we can't have any more than eight and the, the person driving. So, but d- dude, Mike and I both sat in the back. The kids sit in the front with Laura, I think, and Katie was up mm-hmm. there too. Yep. Mike and I sat in the back. We, I could have laid down flat and taken a nap on my bench. Okay. Mm-hmm. All right. Is there a canopy over it or was it all open? It had a canopy. Yep. It had a canopy. Now the front part was open, but there was a small area where the, uh, the captain of the boat was sitting, you know, the, uh, the, our Megan, mm-hmm. our cast member who was driving, she was covered. And then we were in open air. So it's basically an open air area, then a little bit of a canopy. And then again, another open air. So it's got a small little cover across the, uh, I guess the middle of the boat. Okay. All right. And did you guys bring drinks on or did you bring food or did you have anything like that at it's all? It's funny you say that. So when I called Mike after we booked it, I said, listen, I think you called me and you were like, Hey, why don't we add something onto this? Mm-hmm. You know, it's $300, $150 per family. Um, and we thought, you know what, it'd be nice to have a couple bottles of wine. It'd be nice to have maybe, uh, you know, like um, fruit tray, cheese tray, stuff like that. So <laughs> this was the only downfall of really the entire experience. Yep. Was, and and I, I can't wrap my head around why Disney does it this way. But the the when you add on food and wine and all that kind of stuff to these this experience... You have to go through the contemporary cake shop. Yep. Is that right? That's it. And they only answer their phone and return calls on like Mondays and Tuesdays. Something like that. It's something <laughs> random, right? Yeah, it was The message said, oh, this is uh, Katie from the, you know, bake shop. And, you know, we'll return your call on Tuesday between 10 and 2 o'clock. And that was it. There was no, no one answers the phone. It was just a matter of that. And um, I'd call to book, you know, add on a little, you know, uh, snacks for the kids, some wine, some adult drinks. And uh, I went weeks without getting called back. And I says, you know what? I says, I'm getting a little aggravated, to say the least, because, you know, I'm taking my time out calling. I want to get this taken care of. Mm-hmm. I don't want it to fall by the wayside. And then when the time comes, oh, I forgot to get this done. Or, you know, because it's it's not, in the, you know, listen, you're busy with work and life. It's not the first thing you're worried about, you know, wine on a, on a mm-hmm. cruise ship. Says you. Well, you know, <laughs> for the most part. But, uh, but, yeah, no, it was a little bit frustrating. And I called a couple of times. And then I even called back, like, a Disney customer service service line and they're like oh we'll call right now and we'll get through and they call oh no i couldn't get through and it went on and on and on but finally we eventually got through i think you got through didn't you? i did yeah i called um i called and got a hold of a guy and, and uh, he was super helpful and i said listen will you just do me a favor i said will you give them a call for me right now and he comes back online he's like i've got her on hold uh, right now so I'll, I'll transfer you and so i was able to transfer um so you're looking at 300 for the boat we had it on a bottle of red, two. Oh, bottle of red. Bottle of red, right. bottle of white, and we added on a fruit tray. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I think that was it, right? That was it. It did come with some snacks on its own. It came with uh, sodas, waters, and chips for the kids. Chips and stuff like that for right. the kids. Yeah, juice boxes. I think were in so there. What was the add-on price? The add-on price was a hundred and thirty dollars for the okay. um, the bottles of wine were the most. I mean, they were like forty-five dollars, right? right? The or forty dollars. The, which really isn't bad Disney price when you get a bottle of wine, you know. Um, the 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 fruit and cheese tray I think was only like twenty five dollars, and then a gratuity on top of that. Now that cost Jay is um, 
they take the reservation. They don't charge the card until you sail. Oh, okay. So that one's a little different than your, you know, booking booking the the sailing up front. Um, right, right. But man, I tell you what, the the bad part was Mike and I had these crazy thoughts in our head that, you know what, our wives would really like some wine as we sail around Seven Seas Lagoon and all yeah. this. And uh, guess what? They didn't even open it. Was, it was just Mike and I responsible for two <laughs> bottles of wine as we're, as we're sailing around. Uh, so we had to step up to the plate. But, um, but yeah, so we got on, and the nice part was the kids did have everything they needed. I mean, right there. Oh, absolutely. And uh, Megan, our, our cast member who was driving us, told us people add on a lot of stuff a lot of times. Oh, that's right. They add on pizzas. They add on this. I mean, they go to town with adding stuff on. So I don't know if it was just a weird coincidence that we had a hard time adding on. but um, And I can't see that being hard, hard to add on because everybody else that was there, you could see they had added on stuff. You know, they had it on the special occasion stuff when it came to the anniversaries and the birthdays. And they had balloons. And they had all sorts of other food trays and platters out. Out. So, um, I mean, maybe just the luck of the draw that we got kind of stuck. But no bathroom. That's the th- so that's the thing. So oh. it's really funny that you say that because that is the you know they don't give you any warnings before you get mm-hmm. there on anything like hey if if uh, something happens to the boat this you know no 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 the only warning they give is go to the bathroom now because if you if you we get out there ten minutes and you have to go. It's a mm-hmm. long hour and a half. It's a long boat ride because there's yep. no bathroom, and especially if you're drinking, even if like with the kids and sodas yeah. and stuff like. That. I mean, I, my kid, look, I, we would handle our business, yes. but you know, but the average person yeah. maybe would be squirmish. You or know, you. my my kids, or you, yeah, not the kids, <laughs> you. Hey, hey listen, I, I have no shame. <laughs> I got no shame. We, t- at we all. talked about that when we were out there. I was like, Jay would never make it. That's it. He'd have no, one glass no. of wine. He'd be in. He'd be in the water taking care of it. Listen, one word depends. That's it, yeah. Man. Moving yeah. on, moving on. Okay, so you guys, um, your guys are out there now. What time did you guys? Now it it gets dark later. Yeah. Now, okay, because it's summertime, so a uh, fireworks starts at nine. I nine believe 15. was it nine fifteen. Yep. Okay, so what time did you guys uh, start your your adventure? Like, was it seven fifteen? Eight o'clock. So we checked oh, in. O'clock. We actually got there earlier than what we needed to. Mm-hmm. They told us originally. Do you remember originally they told us to get there two hours beforehand? Yep. And that was crazy. Uh, we got there. And then they said an hour the day they called me to make sure we were good to go. Um, we got there probably 45 minutes before. Yep. And okay. it was more than enough time. If you're doing this, if as long as you're there 15 or 20 minutes beforehand, you've got plenty of time. Because the, you don't even board your um, pontoon until right about 8 o'clock. They, don't, they take you out right when they're ready to take you. Okay. All right. And um, you guys uh, got a tour of, um, did they take you behind, you know, just the normal routine of like Wilderness Lodge, stuff like that? Did you guys get a tour before that or how did that work? You know, I was pleasantly surprised because I thought it was going to be just the fireworks, you know, just go out, watch the fireworks, be done, you know. Uh, It was a pretty in-depth uh, cruise around the Seven Seas Lagoon. I mean, it was more than I expected. I had no idea that we were going to have that much of an experience, which was really cool. And um, it's a part of Disney that I've never seen before. I mean, you know, I kind of knew about it. I've seen some YouTube videos and some of the stuff that was out there. But wow, what an awesome experience it was to be able to see some of the stuff that uh, you've heard about but have never actually seen before. Uh, Justin, what do you think about the cruise part of it, learning some of the stuff that we haven't seen? I actually probably enjoyed that more than I enjoyed the actual fireworks portion. So whenever we left um, the Contemporary, we went out and we went out around Discovery Island. It's the first stop on the tour, um, which for those of you who don't know what Discovery Island is, it was open between 1974 and 1999, and uh, it it housed um, a lot of the animals that you now see at Animal Kingdom. So what they did was when it closed in 1999, they took these animals off the island and they moved them to Animal Kingdom. And that's why when you walk in Animal Kingdom, where the Tree of Life is, is called Discovery Island. It's a throwback to that place. And uh, back in the, back uh, then, you were able to go onto the island, explore the island, and see these animals. And something I learned that I didn't know is that the island originally had a canopy on it to, mm-hmm. to keep the birds in. But now they've just kind of let, like Disney does with a, with a couple things that they've just said, okay, we're done with. Um, they let it uh, trees overgrow. Um, it was cool to see the dock. The yeah. dock originally, they, they take you around right where the dock is, um, where the entrance was, but the dock is sank uh, now. But you can still kind of see it in the water there, you know, just a little bit. And uh, but you can see the entrance. And Mike and I, all we could talk about is 
can you imagine urban exploring that? How mm-hmm. creepy it would be? Oh, yeah. Oh, I would love that. That would be amazing. Yeah. I know it's a one-way ticket to a permanent Yeah, band. yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> Disney the property. Disney dads tell you, do not do, yeah. yeah. Yeah, the Disney, that's our disclaimer. But yeah, that's uh, that would be, I would love that. That would be incredible. And it would be incredible if I actually got to experience that while it was in its prime. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, 100%. So, um, yeah, you know, so go, going um, uh, going forward from there, um, is there any other like cool stuff that, that was notable that you want to uh, talk about? Yeah, you know the one thing that I really liked, and I've been I've been a YouTube rabbit hole tons of times watching videos on urban explorers on the Disney River Country, the old water mm-hmm. park that closed years ago, and you know obviously it closed because you know they were using like lake water for the water. I mean there was a whole mess of problems with that place, and um, I I really really loved going by discuss by uh, River Country because it was a place that I've seen so many times on YouTube videos with people sneaking in and seeing the slides with the you know the weeds growing through and it's just kind of like an abandoned attraction i thought it was really really awesome uh that was probably one of my favorite parts on that uh now it's being torn down because they're building a resort there yeah right? you're getting reflections uh the disney lakeside lodge the new dvc resort is going there yep um so that will be uh it's being built as we speak i mean that's the thing when we went by i've been by river country a few times before they demolished it which was cool to see but now it's just, I mean, it's just dirt. It's, it's completely cleared for that new resort coming there. Um, yeah, and you can see that from uh, the top of the yeah, world. Yeah, yeah, you can. Your yep. top of Bay Lake. Okay. Yep. So um, my question for that right there, was that part, was that on an island? That That's just, that's so, that's on the mainland. Yeah, right? so it's, yeah, it's over by, like, over, keep going past the campgrounds over there, and it's over that right. way. It's, um yep. the cool part about Discovery Island when they did it is they, they blocked off the, the water and kind of raised it. And they had this special filtration system that used the lake water, but it, it was supposedly filtering the lake water. Mm-hmm. Um, and man, you got to think in 1976, they were the whole premise of like, oh no, you know, brainy amoebas and all this, you know what I mean? Like they're not thinking about this mm-hmm. stuff. So it opens in 1976, closes in 2001, and stays closed uh, permanently. But it's going to be interesting to see what they do because the. Um, the pictures of what the Disney's Lakeside Lodge is supposed to look like came out this week, and it okay. looks awesome. Has Pocahontas right in the front uh, of it. You think about maybe buying some points? No, there? no, 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 no. But anyway, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I are, are we all pulling our money together these days for what DVC's running? That's uh, yeah, yeah it's it's, true. it's absolutely crazy. But yeah, so we got to go to River Country, um, and and you know the thing is, as we're going around these places. Megan is giving an, you know, I love Disney history. Megan's giving an in-depth history uh, guide to all of these places. I mean, she's telling what was happening at the time, why it was built, why it was closed, years. I mean, like, if you're if you're like Disney history, or even if it's one of your first times to Disney, this is one of those things that pays for itself, because now you're getting to go out and you're getting to learn about all these places you've probably never heard before. Um, but that hasn't, Jay, I got to tell you, I, I haven't had many instances, whether it be in the parks, whether it be, uh, doing tours, anything like that of stories that I had no idea about. Like the next thing, Mike, you got to tell them what she showed us and how it, I mean, what an impactful, cool thing that we got to see back there. One of the coolest things that I saw was the shoe tree that was over in the Bay Lake area. And this was a tree in the middle of the lake that had just sneakers hanging from it. Plain white Ked sneakers or the plain white sneakers tied together. Almost like you would see in some of the, in some of the urban neighborhoods of the shoes hanging from, you know, uh, from, from pole, you know, uh, from yeah. power lines. And anyone who worked in recreation is allowed to take a ride out on the boat and throw their shoes up into the... So anyone who was a lifeguard or anyone who did the recreational stuff as part of the college program was in, was able to go out there and throw these shoes up into the tree. And I thought it was really cool to see. There was tons of shoes out there. And uh, I can't wait to share that picture with you guys. I got a chance to experience that. And I don't know if it was... Well, you know what? It was on the boat from somewhere to Wilderness Lodge oh, okay. for um, dinner. And and we went right past the shoe tree. So um, it was uh, very... Um, 
I don't know, man. I mean, you know, in the Marine Corps, you would you would leave the gate and you'd see the guys that you know on their last day for the last time they'd whip their shoes up on the power lines, you know, or, or stuff. So it's definitely uh, it's definitely a fun homage to uh, see I'm out of here. Um, you know, I I, I didn't catch. Uh, do they just leave that tree alone? They do. Yeah. Yep. We asked her that. We said, "What do you do? Like, do they come out and clean them out?" And she's like, "Mother Nature kind of takes care of it," which means that all along that that uh, the bottom right there around sure, that right. is just. Sure. Probably hundreds and hundreds of pairs of white uh, shoes that are, and I, we, Mike and I were talking. We were like, "Can you imagine a thousand years in the future, like th- those things?" And they're gonna be like, "This is where they came to, uh, to for the white shoes, you know, and all the like." It's just, it's gonna be. Crazy. This is where all the naughty kids right. at Disney World were put. Yeah, exactly right. So <laughs> it's, uh, it was well, a cool thing, awesome. man. I had no idea about the about the shoe tree. I had, I had never heard of it. Uh, so it's always cool to learn something new at Disney. Um, was really really nice. So would you now before we get into the fireworks aspect of the of the um, your your trip here? You mentioned that like you could do the 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 grand one during the day. Yeah. Now knowing what you know now, would that kind of change your mind a little bit? No, I don't think I would do the grand one period. Here's okay. What would you? Here's do? why. Okay, go ahead. Because the grand one is enclosed. Okay, and. Just, I like the open air premise of being on the water and the fireworks. And well, the Grand One was parked right next to us mm-hmm. uh, while we were watching fireworks. I mean, it was right there. Yep. They were all inside. They were all inside. Yep. Looking out windows at the fireworks. Sure. sure. And I don't know if it was a okay. personal decision, but I didn't see anywhere for 17 people to stand on there. Nope. There's no way. So I, I just, for me, man, I would rather do a pontoon. If you have a ton of people, I'd rent two pontoons and be like, hey, we want to stick together. Because they would do that. They would keep your pontoons right next to each other when you're watching fireworks. They, that wouldn't be sure. a problem. I, I think sure, sure. one of the most uh, one of the most things that I was surprised about was how much of a tour we got before the fireworks. You know, I went in this expecting just a fireworks cruise. I had no idea we were going to have this, uh, you know, door, uh, tour. And what an amazing cast member it was to give us this tour because she was knowledgeable. She really went over everything. You know, one of the other things that we saw before we get into the fireworks was uh, part of one of the islands where Walt was going to build a house. Yeah, that's right. That's yeah. right. And, uh, the family. The, the family was looking to build a house. And some of the people in Disney say, yeah, we weren't really happy about that because it's kind of like Big Brother's watching. You know, we didn't really want them staying here and keeping an eye on us and you know it's kind of you know a little too close to home but uh yeah they took us to a spot on one of the areas in the lake where uh what was going to build a house yeah well would that be any different than the fire station no no yeah at disneyland i mean if if come on it's him you know he it's him he loved his he loved his people come on so i don't know dude he was he he, and the thing is i mean look i think back now if Walt could see, uh, you know, the the little things like that, like these tours that now um, give, like, uh, you know, they're a throwback to Disney history. I think he would really appreciate that because it wasn't just seeing the shoe tree or Discovery Island or River Country. It was it started with history of the contemporary, history of the poly, history of the Grand Florida. I mean, like all these resorts you learn about. You know, and uh, it's it's a really special tour. I think that he would really appreciate the fact. You know, Walt loved the water. He loved being on the water. He loved sailing. He loved doing all that. So, I think this is a great throwback, a great way for you to learn about Disney, and for uh, and for you to see. I mean, fireworks. And you know, it's a uh, it for me was a an absolute no brainer. It changed the way I would do fireworks with a group um, in the future for sure. Okay. All right. Now talking about the fireworks. Um. Do they back you into it? Uh, do they, you know, I mean, it, it's, it, give me some details on how that worked. You know, how many ships were around you or how many, I say ships, how many boats were around you? Um, you know, it, was it, was it quieter or was it, was it real loud with a bunch of people partying? I mean, give me some feedback on that. You know, there was quite a few boats around us, but it always felt like we were the only ones out there, if that makes any sense. It was a real serene feeling okay. where sure. even though they were, 
you know, other pontoons in the in the very close vicinity. We never felt like they were encroaching on our experience or being too close or whatever the case was. The one thing that I really liked, I mean, I knew we were expecting the fireworks and I kind of had a feeling we were going to see it also was the electric water pageant. Um, that happens to be, uh, you know, as mm-hmm. goofy as it is, it's one of my favorite things. I think it's very cool. I love seeing it whenever I get to see it on the water. I mean, it's not one of those things where you can see all the time from wherever you are, like fireworks. So to be that close, it's the closest I've ever been to it. You know, it was literally right in front of us. It was really, really cool. And I enjoyed seeing that because uh, it's, uh, you know, maybe sentimental reasons. One of my favorites. You know, I, I've seen that with the kids a few times and they really enjoy watching it. And uh, I was glad to see it. And uh yeah, we were out there, and it was definitely, it felt like it was just us. Do you agree with about that? About- oh, 100%. And they backed us in right there at the Grand Floridian. That's where we watched the electric water pageant And then she pulled us around, and she was funny. You know, the thing is, as you're doing this, you know, you spend an hour, 15, hour and a half with this cast member, and you get start to get to know them because, look, there's lulls in conversation, and you know how we all three are. We we start to ask about the cast member, like, "Hey, where are you from? How long have you been doing this? How, you know, what's this?" And so she, we we pull into where we're gonna watch fireworks, and she goes, "Listen, I, every now and then, she's like, I'm gonna turn off all the lights. The music is pumped through the speakers on the pontoon, so you can hear the music live uh, for yeah. happily ever after." But she goes, every now and then I'm going to turn around. It's just Mike and I sit in the back. She goes, I don't want you to think that I'm a creep or anything, but I'm just, I'm going to constantly be moving the boat to get you the perfect eye line of, of, of the fireworks, you know, to where, and we could even see the castle. I mean, I mean, we like not the bottom portion, but the top portion. So we were able to see some of the projections and things like that. And she, she said, I'm going to, and it's, it's because I'm just looking back making sure nobody's behind me, things like that. But, and she did, she constantly was moving the pontoon a little to the left, a little to the right, a little bit back, you know, just to make sure that we were having the best experience possible. Um, and that brings us to the fireworks. I personally, um, have never, look, I've seen the fireworks once from, from a boat at Disney and it was leaving the magic kingdom, heading back to the poly. And that's not seeing. You can't hear the music. You're the lights are on. You're booking it. You know, back to the resort. It's that's not what this is. This was a special time to really just take a breath. You don't have a crowd of people around you. You have a glass of wine in your hand. You have food. The kids are up front. You know, and really just take it in. Wouldn't you say? Oh, absolutely. Yep. Yeah, I'm spoiled for fireworks now. I don't, I don't know how I'm ever going to deal with the crowd on Main Street again, uh, as good as it is. It was really incredible. To just, It was a very special moment. That's probably the best way to explain it. After the fireworks, fireworks is over with. Uh, is it immediately like typical Disney ship fashion where, all right, sit down, buckle up, because we're out of here, and you just full throttle back, or did she kind of motor back or um you know i mean was that it was it kind of like a leisurely stroll back to um yeah i would i would say it was pretty uh, but yeah back to bay like it was a pretty leisurely stroll i don't ever feel like it was ever uh you know a rush to the gate anytime it was pretty much a, a pretty mellow ride in ride out and it's almost like a ferry ride it wasn't uh wasn't too fast at all you agree oh i 100 percent agree and, and we she even kind of took her time there because there there are like 15, 16 pontoons out there, even maybe more than that, yeah. um, spread across. So, and you have other boats that are that are moving around. So they're taking their time, kind of making sure everyone's safe. And uh, yeah, we talked as we were going back and and all that. And then once we got back, I mean, Mike and I threw gratuity in, you know, because we thought, you know, it's look, you just you just provide our family with a behind the scenes tour. Like so, we made sure to throw some money, you know, in as a gratuity. I think that's always something great to do if a cast member goes above and beyond on these tours is to mm-hmm. take care of them. And uh, and so we did that. And um, you know what? It, getting back to there, I think all of us looked at each other when we got off the boat. Oh, and another thing too, Jay, and I don't want to forget this. Everything that's on the boat is yours to take. So, for example. If you have um, if leftover sodas, leftover waters, leftover chips, left all that stuff, you paid for that, so it's yours to take. So we loaded up. I yeah. mean, we we took everything and we took it back to the room. You know, put it in the fridge because there was a ton of soft drinks and stuff like that left because we didn't drink any. Um, but I think all of us, when we got off and we looked at each other, it was a unanimous decision that this is a 
not only are we really happy we did it, it's a must-do again in the future. I mean, it's it's one of those, like, not a one-time tour. We're going to do it again and again and again and again. And splitting it between two or three families, like, let's say you even bump up to the 10-person, and you split it between three families. I mean, think about that. You're talking, it's 350 bucks. I mean, it's a little over $100 a family. I mean, you tell me another tour in Disney you can take for over $100 a family. There's there's no way. The Seeds Tour, which you're going to do next time. <laughs> yeah. so, well played, So sir. anyways, well played. Uh, so your, your cast member's name was Megan? Megan. So maybe yes. anybody out there that does the cruise can ask for Megan and tell them that Mike and Justin from the Dizzy Dads podcast sent them and uh, give them a high five because it sounds like she did an amazing job. So good on you, Megan. She was amazing, man. Absolutely amazing. Good. Good. Um, let, let's uh, let's wrap up the fireworks here, guys, and uh, kind of move on with the show because we got some other stuff we can uh, talk about. And uh, you guys got a big day tonight, or a big time tonight, and you got a big day tomorrow. So we will get you guys out the door. Fair enough. Yeah, sounds good, man. We're gonna head into the city tomorrow. So uh, Katie's first time into New York, and we're gonna take the train, I think, uh, yeah, into the yeah. city and and see the sights and do all that yeah, stuff. I'm a, I'm a little disheartened. I'm not experiencing with you guys, you. but we'll have to do we'll that trip. Uh, we'll have to. Yeah, we'll Facetime you while I'm at work. We'll uh, just the whole time. We'll, we'll we'll have some fun. <laughs> just send me a picture of the Statue of Liberty. We'll we'll call it good. Um, before we get any further, um, let me go ahead and knock out trivia from last year. Uh, last year, last, last year. week, uh, the. Uh, the question was, in The Little Mermaid, what song does Ursula sing to Ariel? Um, guys, I, I'm almost positive I read this one before or something to this nature. And if I did, I apologize. I don't think you and I'm did. sure they're going to. I don't think so. No? no. Okay. Yeah, right. I if I did, they call me out on it. Anyways, the, uh, the answer was uh, Poor Unfortunate Souls. Poor Unfortunate so, um, Souls. And, and, you know, it's, uh, it's kind of cool up here and uh, it's kind of almost feeling like fall today. So it's getting into that, that October season. And you know what? This is a perfect. Um, a perfect little uh, nod to the pumpkins that are at Magic Kingdom right now. Yes. So it's starting to be Can you believe season. that that's already starting in mid-August? It's... it's. They, uh, it's I, this has got to be the first time it's ever started this early. I mean, I've usually gone... One of our family trips, we'd always go to the last week of August. It was the uh, it was one of those weeks where a lot of the southern schools were already back in school, and the New York schools don't go back until September. So I would go to the last week of August, and I would swear we'd be there during midweek as they change the pumpkins, you know, change it over to the Halloween theme. I've never seen it done this early before. I understand they're doing the uh, not so scary a little bit earlier this year, and they're starting food and wine a little bit earlier too. Is that yeah, right? Yeah. Um, so yeah, I, you know, it's still I went to Lowe's last year. Did it? What, was year it this early? I don't know. I think it was early this last year. I was a little upset. I walked into Lowe's the other day to get some you know propane for the barbecue because it's still summertime, and they had Halloween stuff out. I'm just like, come really? on, you can't I'm ready, be upset man. about that, man. No way. I I have just. Look, I get excited when I go into Hobby Lobby and they got Christmas trees in July up in the middle, man. I just embrace it because it's coming. You might as well just just enjoy it. You know what I got to ask Mike, though, real quick, is um, how excited were you? And I don't even know if you've seen the news that the new um, stage show and nighttime show is uh, Jack Skellington. Yes. Yeah, I saw uh, that. It's going to be hosting Mickey's Not So Scary this year. So yep. instead of Mickey and everybody on stage, I'm sure he'll make an appearance. It's going to be Jack Skellington. Yeah, I saw that. Uh, I can't remember exactly who it was, and I apologize. But somebody in our group posted that link to that news, and uh, I was really excited to see that. Yeah, that's fantastic. It'll be anytime there's something new that's fun. Uh, we did get to experience that a little bit uh, while we were on the trip. They were, they flashed the um, projections up on the thing about one o'clock in the morning. Two they they in the did, morning. didn't they? Yeah. Yeah. So we got uh, Rach got a real good view of uh, really some cool. of that. So yeah, she was excited. It was kind of one of those. Uh, it almost felt like you were kind of being a peeping tom, almost. You know what I mean? You're seeing something you shouldn't be looking at here, guys. Um, but I'm excited for a change. I mean, you know, something new. Uh, Jack Skeleton is. Um, I really don't think he's used enough for the Halloween party, and um, so this. No, me neither. That's one of the best meet and greets too. It's great. So it's uh, it is it is absolutely. Um, let me go ahead and read a. Um, this is going to go out to my Disney Eight alumni. Okay? Ooh, I like this. How was a Ron Miller, former executive producer and president of Walt Disney Productions, related to Walt Disney? Ooh, good question. That's a good one. Yeah. And you can text your answers to... 317-WDW-DADS. 317-939-3237. While you're doing that, make sure to head over to www.disneydadspodcast.com. There you can find links to all of our social media, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram. 
Uh, while you're doing that, guys, do a couple things for us. If you would like to uh, interact with the show, great way to do this through our email. It is DisneyDadsPodcast at gmail.com. And last but not least, one of our favorite things is if you will head over to iTunes, give us five stars, give us that hug. We all, we love seeing uh, seeing you guys give us five stars. It just means that you're liking the show, liking what we're trying to do. And uh, we really appreciate ev- each and every one of you every week for not only listening, but for doing that for us. Yeah, look, there's three ways to support the show. Give us give us a review and uh, slap us with five stars on iTunes. Uh, tell a friend about us uh, and and our Patreon supporters. Yep, 100%. And that's it. And 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 look and I'll and I'll take one of each, guys. I mean, seriously, I take any hug that I can get because I love getting that feedback from you guys. And by the way, can, what's that? I was gonna say there is one other way. What is that? Give Mike a tickle. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, it's going to be a long night. Wow. wow. I guess what's, what happens in New York stays in New York. I don't get York, to do right? that. I'm always through the camera. I, you know what I mean? I know. I know. Usually it's usually it's you're crawling in my bed when I'm visiting and tickling me. So, hey, guys. Um, they're, uh, oh, Mike, you know what? Go ahead and take it into Picks of the Week. Yeah. You know, one of the most fantastic things about our Disney Dads family on our social media is our Facebook page. And you know what that brings us to every week? That's my favorite thing, and that would be Pictures of the Week. Picks of the Week. Picks of the Week. It's time for us to get our Picks of the Week. Jason, you're all alone, all by yourself. Me and Justin are spooning while we're doing our Picks <laughs> of the Week. Why don't you give us your Pick of the Week? Man, I'm not going to judge. Maybe there's a reason why I'm not there. It's cold, <laughs> man. It's going cold. To- I'm going to go with uh, uh, Mr. Nick Buckley, and he says, I've been listening to the podcast recently, trying to catch up, but haven't posted yet. He threw a throwback, excuse me, he did a throwback picture of um, his daughter, and uh, she's got the old uh, Mickey Mouse uh, ears on, and she's just, uh, look, man, it's a perfect picture. She's adorable. Uh, Thank you, man, for sharing that. That's an awesome one. Really, really good. Mike, go ahead, buddy. You know, there's one thing, having a teenage daughter, I'm trying to learn the art and master of, and that's taking selfies, and that's going to bring me to my favorite pick of this week, and that's Sean McClure, because he took a picture, his birthday Slinky Dog selfie, and what a better place to take a selfie on Slinky Dog, and I want to say happy birthday to you, Sean McClure. Happy, happy birthday. Uh, my pick of the week is going to Megan Moore. She says, permanently keeping it at Disney. I want to see everyone else's Disney-inspired tattoos, and she is rocking some Beauty and the Beast ink around uh, inside of a Mickey. Um, and man, absolutely awesome. And I had to pick that because I'm sitting next to somebody who has lots of Disney ink, uh, on him. And, uh, look, there's no better way to show that you're a Disney fan and you, uh, try to keep it Disney in your life every day than by, uh, of course, permanently getting ink on your body, which I am ready to get a new one. And I keep trying to get these guys to do it. We all three got to get together and finally have to get it done. Uh, new tattoo for the Disney dads needs to happen really soon. I think Justin was saying that he'll buy annual passes for the first person who gets a Disney dad tattoo. Oh my gosh! Oh, I got to buy my <laughs> annual passes coming up, and those things I aren't know, cheap anymore. Mine are getting ready to come up pretty yeah, soon too. Wow. So, but that's a great pick. Great pick, yeah. Justin. How about you? That was his pick. I just did. I just did, <laughs> Mike, I just did four about, minutes on <laughs> on, a, on a girl's pick. Mike, did you do yours? I did. I did. Yeah, show you did. <laughs> Wow! Shows you how much I listen. You're working to you guys way too hard, man. While we're recording, thanks for here. coming to the show, Jack. Thanks for coming. Hey, you know here. what I don't understand here is um, <laughs> someone posted the the Disney to make the live action Tarzan, and it could star Ryan Reynolds. Yeah. I just don't understand how I'm going from Green Lantern to Deadpool to Tarzan, and I wish they would just <laughs> tie that together somehow, just to make sure, just to make sense for me. Because out of all the, I mean, look, I'm not saying he's not a bad actor, but can we at least keep the the superheroes separated? Is and Green Lantern the worst superhero movie ever made? <laughs> it's got to be up there. So we're gonna redeem it and make him Deadpool, yeah. which he rocks. Deadpool I mean, was great. Yeah, yeah, but he and then he Deadpool. was just Pikachu, just just this. Yeah, right. Yeah. So I'm like, I, I, you're confusing me, man. I'm a simple mind. That's Seriously, it. guys. There's there's what what six and a half billion people in the world. Yeah. Oh, anyways, so um, hey, um, I, I think we're pretty much uh, going to have to wrap the show up, guys, because it's getting to be that time. You guys got a great night of uh, bonding with families and 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 visiting uh, the Italian way, and um, 
guys, I want to say thank you. Uh, next week, don't forget, guys, next week we got an important guest coming on. I'm very excited about this. You guys are going to absolutely love this person. Um, it's going to be very fun, very entertaining, and very educational. And uh, I'm just going to leave you a little bit of a hint. He may be uh, have something to do with drawing stuff for Disney on the big screen. So that's a fair enough hint, huh? Yeah. Little 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 animated. That's a good one. Maybe. No, that's yeah. not. A so hint. Yeah. That's a that's a really good one. That's a over an over hint. That's another thing. Yeah, just saying what it is. <laughs> yeah. So I'm. I'm. Well, some people are going to be scratching their heads and, and looking at their uh, you know iPad or going what what. So um. But no, I'm excited. This guy's going to come on. He's a um. I'm very excited about that and. I'm very excited to hear about your guys' trip tomorrow. So, uh, Mike, you got closing words, bud? Uh, first and foremost, I'm so glad that Justin and his family's here. You know, I never get the privilege of recording with you guys in person. You know, it's always, you know, our computer time face-to-face, which is great because, you know, I do miss you guys when I don't see you. But uh, it's fantastic to have their family in here. Uh, anytime you can spend quality time with your good friends and family is, is an amazing thing. Uh, you know, that's what we try and reach out to with our Disney family. Uh, you know, you guys listening. And uh, I'm just glad you guys are here and I hope you have a good weekend. Justin? Justin, how about you, buddy? Closing words? I'll tell you what, man. Uh, we wish you were here. One. Two. Mm-hmm. Thank you to the Stolby family for having us. Because this has been a lot of fun already. And we've only been here half a day. So we haven't even been here that long. And uh, it's really, you know, it's a lot of fun to at any point while recording just be able to tickle Mike. <laughs> uh, but hey, to our Disney Ads family, guys, a lot of you have reached out this week with uh, just your Disney passions and and talking about the show and talking about um, the new Universal show coming and, and just your support and, and stuff that we're trying to do with the network and, and things like that. And we, we want to say thank you to you. Um, it's always a little bit scary whenever you try to do something new because you want people to like it, but, uh, but you guys are just the best family ever and you're so supportive. So we appreciate you. Um, once again, you're the most positive Disney family around and, uh, there is no doubt, uh, about that statement. So thank you so much for what you do and for always uh, keeping it Disney here, uh, here with the Disney Ads podcast. Sounds perfect to me. Guys, have a great time tomorrow. Be safe, be vigilant. And uh, take lots of pictures. Take me along on the ride with you once in a while. And everybody out there, have a great, great weekend. With that, good night, guys. Good night. Good night. (laughs) (laughs) From Mike, Justin, and myself, we want to say thank you. And remember, always keep it Disney. Each of us has a dream, a heart's desire. It calls to us. And when we're brave enough to listen and bold enough to pursue, that dream will lead us on a journey to discover who we're meant to be. All we have to do is look inside our hearts and unlock the magic within. Ready to begin, let the one That'll be a wrap. This has been YDF Media Productions.